Hey, Survivor. Welcome to Episode 11 of the Vibrant Survivor Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about ways that narcissists could use funerals to their advantage. I can't wait to dig into this topic with you. Let's dive in. Hey, Survivor. Welcome to the Vibrant Survivor Podcast. Do you want to disconnect from a narcissistic or toxic situation and heal? Are you Googling how to identify a narcissist, narcissistic abuse, and boundaries? Are you feeling stressed and lonely while trying to avoid being sucked back in and lied to again? Hey, I'm Leslie. As a busy wife and mom, I fell for the lies and manipulations of narcissists. I wasted my time, talents, and money on users who kept moving the goalposts. I wanted real relationships and business opportunities and to enjoy life with my family. Instead, I struggled with anxiety, panic attacks, and insomnia, and I couldn't trust my body or anybody until I took a holistic approach to healing. In this podcast, you'll find tips for healthy living, trauma healing, and boundaries so that you'll have the freedom, confidence, and inner peace to respond, not react, after narcissistic abuse. Take a deep breath in, let it out slowly, and just relax, this time's for you. Narcissists use funerals to their advantage, and I thought of and have experienced a few ways that they do this. One way is they will use it as an excuse. If you were to tell somebody, oh, hey, I can't make it to go here or do this with you or what have you because uh, some, someone died and I had to go to a funeral. Most people aren't gonna question that, especially if they have empathy. If anything, they might feel sad or feel shocked or express their condolences to you and maybe even offer to serve you in some kind of capacity. Narcissists will use funerals as excuses. If they are ghosting you or securing another source of supply or maybe even trying to string you along or keep you off kilter, they will use funerals as an excuse. Maybe they made some claims about themselves or presented themselves as being more than they really are. And they're trying to hide their true identity and hide what they're about. So a funeral is one of those excuses that most people aren't gonna question. And not only that, but they're not gonna do any real digging like, okay, let me, what's the name of the funeral home? Uh, do you have a death certificate? And do you have a couple witnesses that can sign a paper that can verify that somebody actually died? The second way that I thought of is that narcissists will use the actual funeral event as a way to get close to maybe a source of supply or a former source of supply and to do a Hoover. When my grandmother died and my mother and my dad both attended the funeral, even though my mother had separated from my father, as we were walking from one event to another, my dad was just right there at my mom's side, playing couple, trying to hold her hand and giving off the appearance that they were still together or maybe that there was some kind of possibility of them reconciling. I think uh, feeding into the emotional aspects of the moment 
And boy, I did not like that at all. And I talked to my mom about that later, but I saw right through it. Even as a younger woman, I saw through it. And even not knowing about narcissism and narcissistic abuse, I didn't know that it, that was hoovering. I didn't know that there was a terminology associated with that, but I saw right through it. And not only that, but my mom had moved into a new place and he kept trying to push and push and pressure her into letting her letting him see her new place hey can i can i see your new apartment i you know i want to see your place and meanwhile he was bouncing around to different homes and staying with different friends and family and struggling out in california trying to start his new life as a separated man narcissists will use funerals as an opportunity to hoover the third way that I thought of that narcissists will use funerals is to garner attention, praise, adoration, to draw supply that way. And the example that I thought of is my grandmother. She had planned her funeral. She paid for everything in full. She had her will all written out. She had a specific person that she wanted to handle her funeral arrangements and everything was taken care of so that no one had to do a thing which on the one hand, great, because funerals can be expensive and it can be time, ex time consuming and draining energetically just to plan and put everything together. Now, that being said, she did this decades before she actually passed away. She probably lived a good 20, 30 years until her death with her funeral already planned and taken care of. So she would make comments like, well, you know, if the Lord let me live another day, I guess I'll see you next time or when you come back through here. Every conversation consistently. That whole idea of just getting people to offer up praise or, oh no, like, oh, we love you and oh, you're great and oh, fawn over you and narcissists will use funerals as a way to draw supply even prior to their death in terms of talking about it because it really stirs your emotions doesn't it when someone suggests that they may not be here anymore or that you know you may have to go on and live your life without them and if they do it in a way that sounds somber or that sounds like maybe they are close to death's door but secretly they're not they've got a ways to go before they get get there it can really tug on your heartstrings and get you to start giving them their flowers but but then if you're doing that on a daily basis it's like okay wait a second <laughs> like didn't you say that yesterday or last week that you like if the lord let you live and if you if you're going to be here and sounding really uh i'm right here at death's door i've got one foot in the grave Let's recap three ways that narcissists could use funerals to their advantage. One is an excuse, or more specifically, an alibi, especially if they're more of a con artist or a scammer. I'm not talking about a one-off. I'm talking about a pattern of behavior over time. And for some people, this is a lifestyle, emotionally manipulating people in order to get their needs met, and funerals can provide an opportunity to do that. Number two, hoovering. Funerals can be emotionally messy and very chaotic, and they could provide an environment where a narcissist could try to suck their ex back into the relationship in order to get their needs met, whether it's physically, financially, 
emotionally, etc. Number three, garnering attention, praise, adoration. This could come in the form of someone trying to get attention that way, get people to give them their flowers, or someone using the funeral as an opportunity to get on stage and perform and get the attention that maybe they were denied. People who were not supportive when the deceased was ailing may show up ready to hear the will being read to find out what they're getting. If you're dealing with a narcissistic family, unable to self-regulate, and have maybe a history of adverse childhood experiences or ACEs, generational trauma, it can be especially messy. Overall, socially inappropriate, but given the fact that trauma is about how our bodies and brains react to what's happened to us and not so much about the event itself, biologically, it's on point. If this podcast has helped you understand who and what you're dealing with, sharpen your discernment, and move forward on your healing journey, share it with another survivor. Help me help others by leaving a review for the show. And let's connect on social. Take a screenshot, share it in your IG stories, find and tag me at The Vibrant Survivor, and I'll share your post too. I look forward to connecting with you on IG and seeing you back here. You're not alone and you're not crazy. Know who you're dealing with, know who you are. Take care and I'll meet you back here next week. Bye-bye.